Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss the impact of a President Biden on the energy sector. This week, Joe Biden got a bit more news coverage than normal, thanks to his pick of Kamala Harris to be his running mate. The election's not until November 3rd, so it's still a long way off. But if the opinion polls are to be believed, we're likely to see a President Biden in office. To greater ambition. We're going to get back into the Paris Agreement, back into the business of leading the world. We're going to lock in progress that no future president can roll back or undercut to take us backward again. Science requires a timetable for measuring progress on climate that isn't three decades or even two. Science tells us we have nine years before the damage is irreversible. The Green New Deal will not be a term used with derision in a Biden White House. High school dropout Greta will probably at some point be invited for a presidential photo op when they've got something big to announce on global warming. I've led in this issue. I wrote one of the first climate change bills ever introduced in the United States Senate. As vice president, I oversaw the single largest investment in clean energy in our nation's history, over $90 billion. The government hasn't done that well on its clean energy investments, so I'm not sure I'd brag about the $90 billion. In fact, a Biden presidency would spend much more. We're going to invest $1.7 trillion in securing our future so that by 2050, the United States will be 100% clean energy economy with net zero emissions. With the trillions the government has already spent fighting COVID, 1.7 trillion almost sounds not that serious, but it's still a lot of money. Energy industry executives will not be received at the White House unless they've completed the 12-step program, which will include promising not to touch fossil fuels ever again. One of the 12 steps is to apologize to anyone your past behavior has hurt, and they'll probably have to do that too. In short, the energy industry is not feeling that excited about a possible Joe Biden presidency. I didn't talk about the Green New Deal, you mentioned that, and it's a resolution that I supported, and I support the goals. And we're gonna have to figure out a way to get there. That's Kamala Harris promising to support the Green New Deal, one of the dumbest proposals I've ever seen. But here's the thing. When Trump was elected, energy executives cheered Investors expected looser regulations, a push for energy independence with lots of opportunities for growth and profits. And almost four years later, it's been a bust. Investors are wiser and poorer for the experience. One of Trump's first orders following his inauguration was to direct the Army Corps of Engineers to approve energy transfers to Dakota Access Pipeline. As a recent court ruling has shown, Dakota Access, or DAPL as it's known, remains under a legal cloud It's quite possible that because legal challenges have still not been settled, it may ultimately be shut down. 
This is likely if a Biden administration directs the Army Corps of Engineers to not complete the environmental impact statement that a court recently ruled is required after all. The Keystone XL pipeline was held up for years under Obama. Canada desperately needs this oil pipeline to get its crude oil from Alberta to U.S. refineries or export facilities so they could ship it overseas. Here we are almost a full presidential term later with Keystone XL still not going ahead. Biden has promised to withhold approval. So in at least these two examples, a Republican president hasn't been able to flick a switch and get these things done because president doesn't mean emperor. The courts and the Congress also have a say on issues like these. The other thing that is that energy investors have had a miserable Trump presidency. The sector has lagged the S&P 500 before COVID hit us, and that just made it worse. But the poor performance of energy stocks is definitely not Trump's fault. So here's the possible silver lining for pipeline stocks with a Biden presidency. The biggest problem for energy investors has been overinvestment by the companies they own. This has been especially true for the upstream names looking to make the most of the Shell revolution, but the midstream sector also drank the Kool-Aid, leading to excess pipeline capacity in certain areas today. COVID has caused cuts in growth spending all across the energy sector. While management teams may be disappointed, investors are pretty excited about this because the best thing pipeline stocks can do is to grow free cash flow which will mean more money for dividends and buybacks. Environmental extremists are in some ways helping energy investors because they're making it impossible to build new pipelines, which again means less spending on new projects and higher free cash flow. The problem with Trump for the energy sector is that he encouraged those animal spirits in too many shale executives, causing them to be too optimistic. With a Biden presidency, any fossil fuel investment will look more risky for the company making it. As investors, it turns out that we don't want executives who are gung-ho about growth opportunities. We want management teams to be hunkered down, running their business quietly, intimidated by public opinion, not spending money they don't have to. This will mean more free cash flow. It could also mean higher energy prices because the low-hanging fruit for a federal initiative to cut CO2 emissions is coal. America's been switching from coal to natural gas for power generation for several years. Shutting coal plants will mean more natural gas demand because even the Democrats won't want the lights to go out. And solar and wind can't plug the gap left by shutting coal plants even over two presidential terms because they'd have to double their output. That'll take too long. In fact, natural gas is not only our biggest source of power generation, it's our fastest growing too. For all the media coverage of renewables, government figures show that in the first half of this year, power generation from natural gas was up 9%, with renewables only up 5%. So the biggest beneficiary of shutting coal plants will be natural gas. Energy stocks have been performing well lately, even while the polls continue to show Biden with a solid lead. I think the market is starting to think that an energy sector that is building less will provide better returns. Wouldn't it be ironic if a Biden presidency led to a recovery in energy stocks? The sector did much better under Obama. 
Democrat policies are likely to impose more capital discipline. As investors, we say it's about time. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lapp.